Hi, everyone. In this episode of the Banning USD Real Talk podcast, Superintendent Davis and I will be interviewing Banning High School alumni Johnny Baker, who is also the current Assistant Superintendent of Human Resources here at Banning USD. We are back for another episode. Lynette, I'm so excited to be back. I want to thank our audience. I don't always give our audience a lot of love, but I want to thank our audience for tuning in. When I go around from site to site, when I'm out in the community and elsewhere, getting some positive feedback about the show, really positive. And people are excited. They're like, who's coming next? For sure. And so today we have Johnny B. Baker. I don't know if he wants us to say that, but I'm like, what is the B? Maybe he can talk about that or maybe not. But Johnny Baker, let's start off by sharing with the audience. So remember, Johnny, our audience just isn't banning. This is happening in different states. People are listening. People are tuning in. So let folks know who Johnny B. Baker is. Who are you? Mm, well, I I would have to say I am a banning resident that just loves my community, I've been here my entire life. Uh, I will say this, though. I I did say as a a young man uh, that I was leaving Bannon and never coming back. Mm. Banning was a small town. Small town, nothing for the youth to do. And other than hang out with your your homies and kind of get in trouble a little bit. Homies? Uh, Yeah, you know. (laughs) Oh, those are friends? Friends. You're friends. All right, all right. And, you know, just getting to, you know, the shenanigans. But really didn't have much to do here. But knowing that got out into the world and, you know what, wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. You, you decide that, you know what, I'm, I'm 25, 26, I'm ready to start a family. And... You know what? Banning's not a bad place to raise a family. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to deal with all of the 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 life in the city, the the rambling, the the gangs, all that stuff. So, really, just said, you know what? Let me go back home. Let's settle some roots uh, and go from there. Okay, so just just a couple follow ups. So you said your whole life. So. Inquiry minds want to know, like you're born in the um, 80s, 70s. Well, yeah, what year did you graduate from Banning High School? I wasn't born in the 60s, so let's Uh, don't even go there. uh, 1998? That's what year you were born? Yeah, no. That's what year you graduated? (laughs) That's not true. I was born in 1978. Well, I I mean, again. 1978, I was born in Palm Springs, California. Okay. Uh, Raised here. all the way up until I graduated high school in 1996. And what schools did you attend? Uh, when I came up through schools, every elementary school had kindergarten. So we went to our neighborhood kindergarten, which mine was Hoffer. I lived mm. on Almond Way uh, and in between Nicolette and George, uh, for those of you that might know where that is. And I attended Hoffer for uh, kindergarten. My teacher was Miss Minobi. Hmm. And then we went to Central School for first and second grade. And there, I was in a unique situation where I actually uh, had three teachers. 
So I had Mrs. Rusk, Mrs. Wolfram, and Mrs. Seibel. How do you remember this? I, I remember all of my elementary That's awesome. Uh, teachers. So from there we went on to Hoffer, and I had third and fourth grade. And Mr. McComb was my third grade teacher. Mr. Ewart was my fourth grade teacher. And then fifth grade, we went to Hemmerling. And there I had Mrs. Zahidi. Uh, and then the only one from Coombs, which is middle school that I can remember, is my homeroom. And I believe she was Mrs. Hetzel. Uh, then, you know, random teachers. So I do have to say it's been awesome getting to know you in my uh, time here at Banning so far. Uh, I like to call you the unofficial mayor of Banning because everywhere I go, it seems like everybody knows Johnny B. Baker. So what has your experience been like returning to your former school district to give back to your community? That that has been amazing. Um, when I initially came back, um, well, I, let me say this. Uh I went to college and I did uh, get into education, but that wasn't my true passion. My true passion was actually coaching football. Uh, and I initially um, was starting to uh, follow that passion and started coaching at my college. Uh, what college I, was that? Uh, Quincy University in Quincy, Illinois. Very cool. Uh, when I left there, I was the defensive coordinator. Okay. Um, so I, I actually was on that path. Of, of coaching and some some health issues in my family uh, kind of knocked me off that path and brought me home, um, which allowed me to to get into education and start substituting and eventually got my first job uh, here in in Banning. So the, I only applied for two districts. Two districts when I moved back here, and it was Banning and Beaumont. I was going to say, dare we name the other one? Because I had a feeling Ban- what it was. Banning and Beaumont. <laughs> you didn't tell me you applied for Beaumont, and <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even get a call back from Beaumont. Mm. Did not even get a call back. But you know, you it, it's the closest district to home. I, I'm just trying to put my fillers out there. Of course, I want to work in in Banning. I graduated from there. I yeah. want to be able to give back. Um, but started as a sub, and it it has been a great twenty years uh, of just getting to know the families, the community. Um, of course, I know a lot of people. I won't <laughs> say know, everyone, but I know, I know a lot of people <laughs> because we have a lot of new people moving in. Okay. But getting to know the families that are are coming to our community um, through the schools has been amazing. Uh, I, I love going to the school sites and seeing all of the students that either came through my class or came through Cabazon and are now at the middle school, at the high school, and just seeing them thrive. Uh, I'm going to give my age away a little bit because I already did this, <laughs> right? Um, but, yeah, you you have former students now that you're teaching their their kids yeah. coming up. and wow. Yeah. and. In your mind, you don't think you're that old, but yeah, when you look in the mirror, no, you have gray hair in your beard, sir. Yeah, you, oh yeah. My when, that's why I said when you look in the mirror, sir, okay. you it, it tells a different story. But, but I do have to say, going to events with you is hilarious because inevitably a kid will run up to you, or their kids will run up to you, like 
like literally everybody knows Johnny. That should be a saying. Everybody knows Johnny. So well, let's get, let's get a little deeper into that. So uh, what I, what we want to ask is how has Banning Unified School District changed over time? So again, just a little bit more context. Yeah, you talked about being a student here from kinder, graduating here from high school, going to college, coming back, becoming a teacher, or I think you started as a substitute, mm-hmm. becoming a teacher, becoming a principal, and the responsibilities that uh, that come with that, being responsible for hundreds of students, their parents, and now coming straight from a site principal to being on the executive team, you have a lot of responsibility. Right. And so- Seeing the district at all those different vantage points, what are some of the change that you've seen over time in the past, maybe 10 years ago, and then now, if if you've seen anything? Well, I mean, I think with any district, there's there's hills, hills and valleys, right? You you have your highs and your lows. And a lot of times that's based on the leadership that that's coming in. Um, I will say for me and how I felt um, most administrators uh, did with our district, and this is just my thoughts. Uh, we were a stepping stone. Um, we were just a, a, a small space for them to come and get some experience under their belt for some of them to move on to bigger and better things. Um, the the ones that do come in and and uh, have made change, it we 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 had some great great times where. We had good union ties. Everything was on the up and up. And then things change. People change. Uh, and the direction has taken us up and down. I think where we are currently, um, and this is why I, I even joined the executive cabinet, was because of the direction of you as our superintendent coming in and really bringing back that that people aspect of the district and and it not just being a a business and all about the the money and everything it's it's about the people that run the district uh the the funding's going to come and go but what what is going to be here and what has to be the foundation are the people and that's the, that's the biggest piece I think is has been our focus moving forward is we have to take care of our people to to ensure that they have what they need and they are happy where they are so that they can take care of students. And that's essentially why we are all here. Yeah. And if it's not, maybe it is time yeah. for, for some people to move on. Yeah. And I sense that. Like I, I just get a sense of that. People are feeling maybe just a little bit more appreciated, maybe seen, heard, uh, because it's not just seeing and listening, but it's also then what is the action, right? So um, I, I'm I'm sensing that, which is good. To it, it's a good feeling, and it, and it's going to take time. Um, I I know there's a lot of employees that that have felt their their voice has not been heard by district personnel. And a lot of them are are gun shy, even even now because of past trauma. And it's going to take us time to continue to have that follow through and actually showing them that no, we are listening to your voice. 
you your voice does matter. We do care about what you are saying, and we're going to make change based on on what you're saying. Uh, and it's going to take time, uh, but I think we're on the right path. I'm I'm hearing the same great things that that you are. Good, good, good. I love that. So I would consider you a Banning USD success story, having served your community in a variety of roles, like you just mentioned, including the current role of assistant superintendent of HR. What would you say people should know about the HR world, the misconceptions or like anything that any, cause I think people a lot of times think of HR in a negative way. And so what other, what, what broad view would you give now that you have some experience under your belt in HR of, uh, of, of that department and what people should know about it? Uh, experience. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've had some experiences. Um, I'm still trying to build that experience, but you're, you're absolutely right. HR has, has that, uh, kind of negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm trying to get people to maybe shift from, uh, because again, I'm, I'm still Johnny. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, HR. You're not VHR Johnny. I am Johnny. When I show up on campus, I'm Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so don't treat me like, oh no, HR is here. What What happened? What did I do? What did I do? I, you did nothing. I'm just here to say hi. How are you? I, I, is everything okay? How can I support you? That's That's what I feel about HR is first and foremost, we're here to support the personnel. To find out what are your needs, how can we help you service our students? Now, yes, there are some other aspects of the job where we do have to deal with issues and concerns. Um, but I think dealing with our our BTA and CSCA uh, presidents and really getting out in front of those issues really helps limit that those issues and it allows us to build those positive relationships. Uh, and that's my goal is to really continue to build positive relationships with the employees and recruit people that are going to come to Banning and actually get on board with where we're trying to take our district. Um, that Those are the key things that I, I really um, feel HR is, you know, needing to do. And was it an easy transition? I mean, because, you know, I like to get into it. And so, uh, yeah, what was that transition like? Because this is this is what someone told me. They said, oh, coming from a principal to the district office in that role, that that's not a that's not an easy plight. And I just I, I kind of listen. But what's, what was the transition like? It's it's not an easy transition, but it is a transition that can be done um, when you. When you look at the HR perspective, it truly is being the principal for adults. Yes. Um, yes. As a principal, you are doing everything that an HR director's assistant soup is doing. Um, you are running the operation of your school where you have to deal with personnel, you have to deal with parents, you have to deal with students. And it's the it's the same here. It's whether the positive stuff. You also have to deal with the discipline. Um, it's it's similar. Um, now, there are some other things that you have to uh, have in your back pocket <laughs> and people to call and have conversations with uh, because there there's a legal aspect of it, yeah. right? Yep. So. Mm-hmm. 
um, you you have a lot more to to learn. So. And most people don't understand that. So uh, I just finished this uh, book. Uh, do you, you you guys ever heard of Rick Rubin? You know, let Johnny answer first. So, because I know you know, let have you heard of Rick Rubin? That name. It sounds familiar. Okay. But it, so Rick Rubin is, the, is the cat who was behind uh, like Run DMC, a lot of musicians. And in, in, I just listened to his book. His book is called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And it's really about innovation and thought. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because in the book, he talks about a lot of things that I love. But one of the things he talks about is critics and editors. And so I bring this up because you said something that made me think about in these roles, people don't really understand what you are actually dealing with mm-hmm. in, in the balance. And you're dealing with people and issues impact them greatly, right. like to the point of maybe I won't have a job. right? Maybe I won't be able to um, provide for my family. And you, in your role as HR, are seen as a gatekeeper to that. So it's how you treat people. And so when you have to make decisions that impact the lives of people, you're going to get pushback. You are going to get um, the bullets fired at you. You, you, It's going to happen. And so Rick Rubin was talking about the difference between the critic type people. The critic people, they are always looking for something negative. It It doesn't matter if it's you or anyone else. They're always just at you. Whereas the editor... (laughs) are trying to provide you with feedback and input so you can grow. Mm -hmm. And so I would say to you in your role, making sure that you have more editors around you uh, to give you that feedback to grow versus the critics, because you're always going to have them. They they seem to grow every day. I'm not talking about for you. I'm talking about in a general sense, but I know mine grow daily. And that's okay. Uh, I can deal with that. But just it comes with the role. So with that being said, because that wasn't where I was going, is you know our theme is it begins with me. So what is something that you are working on this year about what you are doing separately that begins with you to make an impact? So, and we did talk about this at our our leadership uh, symposium. And uh, the big thing for me this year is is follow through and, and follow up. And and that's the the big thing that I, I want to do for for staff, students, uh, parents. When when things are brought to my attention and there's there's things that need uh, my attention, I, I want to follow through on what I said I'm going to do. And when I've done that, follow up. How's everything going? Do do I need to support you in any other way? Um, some personal things where it begins with me is uh, really just trying to be healthy. Uh, getting back to uh, working out. <laughs> Terrence is, and, is dying laughing good, right now, by and, the way. And, 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 and trying to uh, shave off a few of these pounds. A few? A okay, few. all right, all right. Just, <laughs> just, just a few, just a few. Okay, I had that here, so you beat me to that. That's excellent. That's good. That's good. Good. Okay, so before we close, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience before we get into our Fast Five? Uh, Maybe I, some advice. Some advice, for our students. Uh, advice for our students is don't give up on your dreams. You can do whatever you, you want, uh, and life is what you make it. Your, your, your choice of schools, it, it's going to be what you make it. So whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And if, if you persevere, 
you can be and do whatever you want. So don't ever give up on a dream that you can, you have, you can do it. I love that. And if you want to talk to someone who's been through it, who went to school in Banning, mm-hmm. reach right. out to Johnny Baker. For sure. Right. Absolutely. I'm here. <laughs> All right. So ready for our fast five? Ready for the fast five. What is your favorite app? My favorite app. Well, this is, an interesting, this is an interesting question because he has two phones. I know. And I'm not sure he knows how to use either one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is where I play the Jeopardy music. Um, so I'm a, a fantasy football guy. So um, Yahoo Sports right now, especially right now. How are you uh, doing on fantasy football? Uh, I have two leagues I'm in right now. Um, oh, uh, Lord. Yeah, that's, too, that's a lot. <laughs> it, it is. I'm 0-4-1. And, 4 and, 1 and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm basically donating to the league right now because, um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't had – the, the time to really pay attention to it. But so, Yahoo it, it's Sports. A, it's a, right now, yeah. Okay. Yahoo Sports. So what's your favorite song that puts you in a good mood? Favorite song that puts me in a good mood? Hmm. There's a lot of different songs um, because it depends on the, the, the genre uh, that I'm listening to. Top of mind. What makes you smile? Uh, oh, you almost got me on that one. I can't say that song. <laughs> Good, good choices. I'm sorry. Um, you can say an artist instead. One of our students did that. Like anything by this artist. You got a lot of downtime. This this is a podcast. <laughs> he, he over here thinking he ain't read no script. I, I didn't have the script. And well, you probably did email it, right? Mm-hmm, I did uh, a month ago. No, like a couple days ago. Oh, I was supposed to come talk to you. Um, so the song, <laughs> he's still on number two. <laughs> I want to be like Davis children. This is not your dad. It's Johnny's fault. <laughs> uh, let me see. Cause the so, audience will have shut off their I'm, phone by now. So, so my, the song was a stand up in it. It's a, a who, blues song. Who sings that? I've never heard of he that. He's just like the kids. Like he comes to something <laughs> A blues song, mm-hmm. but what's the artist? Yeah, um, I can't think of his name right now, but I, I'll play it for you. Okay, you know stand what? Up I, in I was driving it. to work today, and uh, you know, because we do this song thing, it's a little interesting. And this song came on, and I, I got hyped. It was "I'm Still Standing" by John Elton. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, yeah, yes, you do. You've heard it. Really? That pumps, and it's like, no matter what, I'm still here. I'm still standing. Mm. Yeah, fire. So I would say mine would be uh, "Today Was a Good Day" by Ice Cube. Oh, that's a good song. I like that one. Yeah, because he's kind of chill like that. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite activity or hobby? Uh I love any sport, uh, but lifting weights. I was gonna uh, say uh, watching sports or <laughs> playing sports. Well. Playing back in the day, uh, but now just watching. Okay. Watching and football, lifting weights. Lifting weights. If uh, you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? I would like to go to Paris uh, just because I need to get out of the United States. And I don't know. I want to see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that's a good spot. Did you see uh, Emily in Paris? And I'm a foodie. I like Really? I, like I didn't food. know that about you. I like food. Well, I know you like food, but I didn't know you were like a foodie. Yeah. Why are you saying you know like he likes try. food? 
What do you mean? Because we've talked about this before. Okay. He's right. bought I'm me just a burger checking. from In-N-Out. We right. both like All right. food. All right. <laughs> I like to try different things. Okay. Have you seen Emily in Paris? I have on not. Netflix. Oh, you should check it out. I have not. Because it gives you a, a sense of like what it's about. It's a show, but you know. Okay. And then last, what are you looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to just growing, growing in my position and continuing to help the district move forward and and thrive. Awesome. So however I can support, you know, staff and students, I'm I'm all for it. So well to our audience out there, thank you for continuing to support us and listen. Our numbers continue to, to drive they keep up. Going up. Keep going up. So tell your friends about the show. Uh, and so, Johnny, thank you for playing the Fast Five, Johnny B. Baker. And so this is what I want to say to you, man. Like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you because uh, the, the transition was tough. It is tough. It is. Uh, and we've had some conversations because, you know, I'm real talk. This show is real talk. I keep it real all the time. And so you listen. You, 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 you mold and you shape, and it's about building the capacity every day. And I just want to say this, and I want— our community to know this. You are Banning. You are what Banning has represented. You went off to college and you came back. You talked about that. You came back and I wanted to make sure we have someone in this community who is going to be sustainable for Banning for the future. And that's you, man. That's you. So I'm always here to support you. Proud of the work you're doing. Keep working hard because as you know, this is hard work. Absolutely. And we're going to grind. Every day. Every day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Banning USD Real Talk podcast. We hope you have a wonderful time off with your family and friends, and we will see you in the new year for some new episodes. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. Talk soon.